As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Damien. On today's episode, we will be discussing the films we saw in February, Cold Pursuit, Alita Battle Angel, and Happy Death Day to You. For those of you who are new to the podcast, The Morning Geekdom is a podcast where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Let's get started. Damien, how you doing, buddy? Killing it, man. It's a good day. Good, 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 good. Special guest surprise today. Rob, Assistant Principal Leonard, is going to be joining us. Who I'll has just be not clanging in the background? Yeah, and interrupting me. <laughs> it's, off to, it's off to a good start. <laughs> so, Rob, you have seen or heard of how many of the movies I just mentioned? Zero. I didn't even know they existed. Perfect. This is going to be great. <laughs> so good. Other than you telling me to see Happy Death Day one, I don't think I've even heard of the other ones. I couldn't repeat what you just said. No, it's good. Don't worry about it. It's just, I mean, no one listens to it, so it doesn't matter. We're just, we have you on. <laughs> I just want to see your your face, and I want to hear the reaction to when we read the synopsis and all of I'm this all ridiculous in. shit. All right, Damien, what's going on, buddy? Um, let's see. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around what's happening right now. Yeah, it's um, a lot. Yeah, even though people listening uh, can't can't see us, we can see each other, right? And so, and I, and I can't get the picture out of my head of Rob like sitting in the background while we're doing a talk show, like drinking a cup of coffee, like <laughs> not, not, not part of like you know the front the front of the stage. Yeah, well, to be fair, um, he's definitely not drinking a cup of coffee. Well, to be fair, let's not get too excited. It's nine thirty. I'm sorry, it's eight thirty. You just, You'll probably be able to hear the clock throughout the podcast. Behind, so. You're just like peeking behind the curtain, man. It's called the morning geekdom. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm on my first mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> it's 7 a.m. 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Damien, uh, what other movie? Did you see any other movies this month besides those those three? No, I've been traveling a lot, and so... Um, yeah, the, the only three that I've seen and I only got, I was only able to see all three because I watched, I spent a couple hours of, uh, my time in, in Chicago watching a uh, cold pursuit. Oh, sweet, man, irony. So, sweet irony, sweet, sweet irony. Was it, was it worth the couple of hours? Was it worth, I feel like you're getting into the pot here pretty quickly. No, no, I, no, I, I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about the movie yet. I'm just curious. You know, you said you watched it on, well, you weren't on vacation, but you're traveling for work, right? So pseudo, you know, you're sightseeing and whatnot. Was it worth spending two hours, spending two hours with Liam Neeson as a snow plow driver? Was that worth it? It was mainly because the reason I went to see it and, and, uh, full disclosure was because I was walking around Chicago for a little while. It was snowing and I only own sneakers for the folks at home who also live in California, that's apparently not a good idea. So I was worried about, I was legitimately worried about getting, about losing my toes, getting Dude, frostbite or something. Like two weeks before you got there, Chicago was like the coldest place on the face of the earth. Like legitimately yeah. the coldest place in the world. That's a true story, but that was before I arrived. And when I arrived, it was just normal Chicago cold, which mm. was like 20. Rob, how do you feel about two uh, California, what, what do you call us, California nights? Californians? You guys, I just call you Ultra Mellow. Ultra Mellow. How do you feel about us saying we own nothing but sneakers, and when it's 20 degrees, Damien has to go see a movie because he's afraid of losing a toe? <laughs> I think that's typical California behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what? <laughs> you only have one temperature. It's 70 degrees, and the sun always shines. I mean, it's currently raining, and it's, I don't wow. know, in the 50s. Oh. Well, it's yeah. like below 20 here, and... You know, an ice storm is coming through, and, you know, we'll all be dead soon, so I'm, I'm glad you guys are uncomfortable a little bit. Cheers. <laughs> Cheer, cheers to death. I'm, I'm glad you guys had to deal with the Arctic vortex. Oh, that's right. You didn't. No, we didn't. No. Yeah. Uh, we got to work on how to, to get a signal from you, though, to make sure, like, you're okay. <laughs> I'm going to make the bat symbol. Yeah. Yeah, the bat symbol. We got to figure out how to do that, though. It needs to have some, some Rob Leonard involved in it, though. <laughs> 
It's a Batman beer in his hand. Yeah. Got a lightsaber. Yeah. I had not to get onto weird subjects, but here we go. <laughs> no, here so, we go. It's a Rob Leonard podcast. My um, <laughs> my wife had friends over, uh-huh. and um, I tried it to retreat into the basement, just actually to watch the Burbs that we're going to talk about, you know, at another time. Yep. And um, the, this one lady had two kids, so I came down to the basement specifically to get away from everybody. Closed the door, even brought the dog with me. <laughs> These freaking kids came downstairs, and they're like, "What's that? What's that? What's?" That? I'm like, "Oh, that's you know, that's a lightsaber. That's you know, Darth Vader. Oh, we call him Carlos. Don't and fucking touch anything. Touched everything." <laughs> And I'm trying not to be a dick by saying, you can't touch that. I'm like, oh, it'd be great if you didn't kick that. <laughs> so I, my stress level was like through the freaking roof. Mm. And finally, the, and they're sweet kids, but like, don't touch my shit. So I finally, um, <laughs> they finally leave. I come upstairs. My, my wife looks at me. She's like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, I need to like relax. This is like the most stressful I've been all week. And I went to work. <laughs> so, but it's all uh, calm now. Everything's okay. I can relate, man. You're like, don't. This isn't. This isn't a game. You think this is a fucking game? This is serious business. This That's isn't right. a game, man. This isn't <laughs> no, for you kids. can't touch my lightsaber. Yeah, this is not for children. Mm. Jesus Christ, Damien. And then I got a picture of Carrie Fisher in the metal bikini, <laughs> uh, and the one it freaked the one kid yikes. out, and he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't be looking at." It. I was like, "Listen, calm down, buddy. It's okay. Like she's in a bikini. It's all right." <laughs> Dude, don't tell kidding. anybody. <laughs> don't tell your mom. Hey, this I was at the. Word- pr- I was at the principal's house and he had this picture of this lady in a bikini. Dude, they, they're not, you're not their principal. Not yet. In like, you know, five years I will be. What a mind fuck. Yeah, tell you me know. about it. I, I don't think I could take you seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, yeah. could you, if you knew Rob, like if you were a child, you went to his house, you saw his fucking Star Wars collection and then he was your principal the next couple of years. How would you feel about that? I, I would be like, I don't know, some combination of like like excited and mortified um <laughs> the thing is is that these kids don't have the same you know frame of reference as you know any of us would have had at right. our age so hey so do those kids from the neighborhood know you as like crazy old man leonard or something you know it's funny you asked me that question i would have never thought to think of it that way but no they don't they you know because <laughs> a i'm not old i'm only you know 42 eh. like, shit yeah i am old eh. but but like those kids you're old right like any of us we'd be old we're all old, but the it's again. It's all about context. So like, if I bring, it's just funny because the burner just started going on. So you could hear a oh, in yeah. the background. That's okay. That's just heat because it's two degrees here. Um, <laughs> so the kids who know me in the school, um, they already know about the whole Star Wars bit anyway. So they're not too too creeped up by it. They just kind of accept it. But um, you know, the newer kids that I'm like getting to know. They just, you know, within a couple of minutes, they're like, oh, all right, this guy's, you know, he's not crazy old. Um, he's just, like, weird old. So, I don't know if you want to be crazy old or weird old. I'm fine. I'm somewhere in between. All right. Somewhere in between crazy old and weird old. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh... Because it's so... Because if you think about... All right, so, <clears throat> I'm trying to bring my career around that I'm trying to think of the principles that I had in high school... And just kind of like their persona. And I can't think of one that would, you know, A, not collect Star Wars memorabilia, B, ever seen Star Wars, or C, actually interacted with another human before ever. Okay. So when I'm like dealing with the kids, I feel like, you know, it's a little bit, it's not like, hey man, Star Wars is the vehicle that we're going to find common ground in and talk about. (laughs) If anything, it's like a big divide. But, um, was it? Is this fucking 1970s? What, like, what was that just now? That was like. (laughs) <laughs> Cheech and Chong, like uh, fucking assistant principal Leonard, like, hey man, like what? <laughs> hey man, I like Star Wars too. You want to go rollerblading later? <laughs> what the fuck is? I going know what I watched right this now. thing. I watched this documentary. Good luck on this podcast. Uh, I watched this documentary called United Skates. It's on. Uh, I think it's Showtime. Wait a minute. Okay, I'm gonna stop you real quick. I've okay. asked you if you watched plenty of shit, and you're like, I don't have the time. But you just yeah. said you watched something called United Skates on Showtime. I d- Listen, I don't have time to like go to a theater, but if I'm like, if I got an hour here or there, I'm cruising through some stuff. Hmm. So yeah, United okay. Skates. It's all about hip hop and um, roller skating in uh, the United States. In case you want to say it, thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, the, the little bit that I saw about it was pretty cool. Um, it's just this weird subculture that, you know, I had no idea actually exists, but they're, you know, I, sorry, I'm going into this. 
So there's this whole idea that 90% of roller skating rinks are shutting down, but this last 10% is like really hanging on, but the culture that's keeping it alive is this hip-hop culture. But the problem is the people that own the roller skating rinks don't want the hip-hop culture in their roller skating rinks. So, so that, it's this whole kind of thing. They don't like like black people? Yeah, I mean, I was trying to dance around it, but I mean, if you want to go right into it, there it is. Man, racist. Yeah. All right. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? America. But uh, anyway, so why don't, good documentary. Why don't we talk about the movies that we saw this, this month, Damien? Rob can uh, <laughs> interject as he, feels, as he feels necessary. Please do, Rob. You got it. All right. Uh, uh, let's just real quick, spoiler alert. So Damien and I will try not to spoil the movies, or we are going to spoil the movies, or who knows. But more than likely. I'll, I'll play the audience right now, and I can, pretty, <laughs> I can guarantee I won't see these movies. Cool. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll probably spoil them. Anyways. All right. So let's just go in order. I don't know how you saw them, Damien, but I'm going to go in order of when they were released. So we'll do got Cold it. Pursuit first. Uh, so here's the synopsis. Rob, listen to this. Yes. Just make sure, you, all ears. make sure you're in. A grieving... Focused. <laughs> a grieving... You ask me a question. Jesus H. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> can, I, can I read it? Yes, sir. Okay. A snowplowed... <laughs> a grieving snowplow driver seeks out revenge against the drug dealers who killed his son uh, based on the 2014 Norwegian film In Order of Disappearance. 70% critics... On Rotten Tomatoes, fifty nine percent audience. Uh, so a snowplow driver is angry and he's getting his revenge. Correct, accurate. Okay, okay. How you think that that uh, that synopsis is close, Damien? <laughs> I mean, it's in the general ballpark. All right, so we saw this movie because why? We were sitting at home. You're you're visiting my house. We're watching John Wick two, right? Mm-hmm. We try. We're trying to decide what what's the third movie we're gonna watch for for February. Not a whole lot of movies. I don't remember what it, oh, it was going to be Lego movie. <laughs> I think yeah. it's going to be the Lego movie. And so I could have contributed on that one. The second Lego movie. For sure you haven't seen that. No, we were going to go today, but we totally didn't go today. <laughs> Just trying to add to the conversation, excuse me. <laughs> so, I'm not a Liam Neeson fan. I don't think Damien's a Liam Neeson fan, right? We're watching fucking John Wick 2, turn on TV. Somehow we see the, the, the trailer for Cold Pursuit, and I was like, let's watch something that neither one of us would normally watch. Did you like it? Did I like it? <laughs> That's um, a no. I, I was, like, very – I was very confused while watching it. Okay. I, I, would, I think I'm in alignment with the majority of what probably um, the audience was, whereas, like, it's – kind of middle of the road for me okay i thought it was going to be taken on ice but it's like a weird dark comedy it was a weird dark comedy right yeah yeah do you think that liam neeson thought that this was going to be a serious movie and he played it the whole time as a serious movie I, that's why i was confused like during the movie i was like wait a minute did anybody tell liam neeson that this is a dark comedy i don't think anybody told him yeah i don't know he's playing it really serious the whole movie and everybody else is fucking around i mean he's playing like taken on ice Taken on Ice. That's what it should be. Rob, would you go see a movie called Taken on Ice? Yes. Only if it was Taken on Ice, though. Only if it was. <clears throat> I'm just looking at this thing, and it doesn't really have the world's most stellar cast in it. Yeah. It's a movie that came out in February. <laughs> like, it's not going to be... These aren't world-beating movies, man. I mean, Laura Dern is in it. Laura Dern is in it, and pulls the like, most dickheaded move ever in any movie, or in a movie I've, I've in recent memory, I think. You know, if you really, if you made Taken on Ice, I'm all in. Like, literally Liam Neeson on ice skates. <laughs> right. But it, just based on the photos and everything that I'm looking at here, again, I didn't think this was a real movie. So, but it looks like Fargo. Uh, it it kind of has a little bit of a Fargo feel. So what happens totally. is he's, he's in, I, don't, I think it's a, fake, it's a fake city. I don't think it's a real city in the U.S. Um, he's a snowplow driver, right? That they're in the, like a desolate area, and there's like a... It's a ski resort community, and so they're only, obviously, they rely on tourists, tourism very heavily. So he plows this stretch of road every day, and because of that, he wins, like, man of the year for this city, for the award, right? It's ridiculous. Wait, and this, this is in the United States, supposedly? Yeah. I thought yeah, it was supposed to be in, is. like, Colorado or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Colorado, Wisconsin, someplace like that, I thought. Hmm. Maybe not Wisconsin. Probably Colorado. Anyways. Right. Um, 
so his son gets mixed up. His son works at this little airport, gets mixed up with like a friend who's like a kind of a drug mule or like a dealer. I don't really remember mm-hmm. or understand. Mm-hmm. And so they think his, the, the drug dealers think his friend, his, the son's involved. So they end up essentially like shooting him up with drugs and leaving him for, for dead. Um, so then Liam Neeson decides that he's going to seek revenge. Um, it's ridiculous. Like the premise is ridiculous. The movie is ridiculous. The guy who plays the bad guy was probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Completely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, go. Now, all right. So, <clears throat> sorry. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> when when you go to see, the, I mean, because I've never heard of this movie. I'm like not even like exaggerated. Never heard of it. Like when you go, is there like a ton of people in the theater? This movie was like sold out. It's Liam Neeson, man. Dude, that dude sell, that dude drives movies. Yeah. Now, now, obviously, he's he's in a bit of like trouble right now. He he said some <laughs> things that were not uh, not great. During that was after, though. What did he say? Um, he said that he. Long story short, uh, in his youth or like early twenties, one of his friends was raped. Um, she described it as being raped by a black man. He then went to that part of town, essentially hoping some black person would start trouble with him so he could kill a black person. What? It's pretty crazy. That's, I mean, the Cliff Notes version. And his thing, his, he was trying to say is that he, he did all this and realized it was the wrong way to think and got help for it. So it was more of like he's trying to say it was like redemption almost, but it didn't come off great. Was this like in an interview or was, yeah, it, it, was in, on like, like, was it? it was on like the Today Show or something. While he's promoting this movie? Correct. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Yeah, it didn't come off very well. Um, this was, this was I, before I think we decided to see this movie, but this movie still definitely. made a bunch of money. I mean, it is Liam Neeson and I guess you have some sort of following there, but like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but... I don't know how much we can, re- it, it definitely is a dark comedy. Um, it's kind of slapsticky at points. Like every time someone gets killed, they sh- like the screen goes black and they do like a in memoriam two second yeah, sign. The, the... Right, right. There's like a memorial card every time somebody dies, and everybody has a nickname. So yeah. the card is like whatever their fucking wacky name is. And there's one hitman who's like explaining how he always gets, uh, like like handies from the the hotel uh, maids oh, essentially. So what's he called, handyman? I don't. That would be great if his name was. By the way, there was a movie Nicolette and I went and watched last night called Fighting with My Family. No, if either of you guys. Is that like the Medea mm-hmm. movie? Definitely not a Medea movie. It's the movie about a WWE wrestler. It's like her oh. her story. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But it's got With like Nick Frost and the whole bit. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually really good. Um, but <clears throat> The Rock is in it, and he refers to Vince Vaughn as the sex tape because he makes people famous. And I think that's the such a great nickname. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So his nick, nickname is the sex tape because he makes other guys famous. God, that's good. Yeah. So that movie's good. Just off topic. Sorry. If, if you guys want to see something, you're bored. Leonard, I know you're not going to go see it. but I know that movie exists, though. Um, do your kids like WWE? No. I don't, why, why do you say it like that? <laughs> no. Because all wrestling is shit. Now, I don't know. They don't watch wrestling. They're like 13. The girl's 13. She's not watching wrestling. All right. And uh, the nine-year-old is into musical theater, so he's not watching wrestling either. Hmm. All right. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> I just... I like. I think. I feel like wrestling might be a version of like musical theater a little bit. <laughs> I mean, that that's a separate pod, but I think I agree yeah. with you. <laughs> I gotta start sitting on the couch for that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable. So I think like my wife doesn't. My my wife and I haven't watched wrestling. My wife's never watched wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling since like Ultimate Warrior when I was like fucking twelve. Um, but it's it was good. She really liked it too. So just saying, maybe take right. the family. You got it. All, right. All over it. Damien, Cold Pursuit. Would you recommend it to anybody? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I recommend. Yeah, Damien, I mean, what what redeeming quality does the movie have? Is like Liam Neeson the only reason to see it? I, it's not a bad movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say. I, I mean, I I'm trying to think of like who it would be. It's not like a flat no. I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. I didn't realize that it was a dark comedy going in, and I actually meant to go back and like rewatch the trailer to see if that was wildly apparent and i just somehow missed it and filled in the taken on ice thing in my head it is not um there's nothing that shows this is a dark comedy yeah i was i was legitimately confused like 20 minutes in whenever they maybe like at the first memorial card or whatever 
it, yeah, it's, it's not bad. I like thinking about it more. And once I realized it was like a dark comedy, I, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. It's not amazing, but I, yeah, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I feel the same way. Like, I don't know that I would watch it again, but I would definitely recommend it to people who wanted to watch like an action movie. But given that this has 59% from audience, I don't think people enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't actually think it was like really like an action movie. It, it was more like, and that's why I was confused because again, the whole like taking on ice thing, it's, it's really not like there are elements of that, but there, it's more of like, I don't, it's kind of a slow pace and it's like a story about these like sort of old criminals and, and you know, with everybody has like a nickname and they've been around like kind of in the game for a long time. Um, I don't know. It, it felt honestly like a bit of a, I don't know, a, di- a different kind of story, but I, I don't, I don't know if I would classify it as an action movie. It felt like a, it felt like a satire a little bit. Yeah. But I think I'm, I'm so interested to talk to somebody who's like in their sixties maybe and enjoys like Liam Neeson movies and someone who might like, you know, they like CSI and they like all that kind of just very basic, you know, you don't have to use your brain very much, just a standard action movie. And they would see this, and I feel like their head would explode. <laughs> you might, is this you might Die Hard right. on Ice? Because I'm kind of like, that's the way I'm envisioning it. It's, like, it's, a, a regular guy with extraordinary... It's certainly not Die Hard. No, it's you, definitely not. You bite your I think tongue. Die Hard on Ice is Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 <laughs> is Die... Yes, agreed. Agreed. Which I'm is, trying to think of like what the other element, like another movie, to like give you a, a better kind of idea for it. Fargo. Um, man, maybe. But it's not, don't get me wrong, it's not Fargo. No, it's definitely not. Because Fargo is quirky. Is this quirky? Yeah, oh yeah. It yeah. is definitely uh, quirky. The The main bad guy is has like so many ticks and is weird and is like a, he's like a, is he a germaphobe? And then he only lets his son eat certain things. Like he's very much into health and yeah. all this new age stuff. But then he's a fucking murderer. Is his name the yeah. Viking? Who's the Viking? One of them yeah, is the Viking. I feel like that's his, that was him. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I, I did enjoy it. I don't think I would watch it again. I sure, I sure you know, I, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. Rob, is, is this... speaking of Vikings. Holy shit. Rob, are you going to go <laughs> see this? Saying. Are you going to go see this movie? <clears throat> I'm definitely not going to see this movie. I'm sorry. Um, but speaking of Vikings, I was at a bar, ironically. Um and I, we were going on about just different shows that we were watching. And I was like, you know, there's this stupid show that this guy wants me to watch. And it's like, I don't get it. Like, he's all into it, but it's on the History Channel. The guy goes, is it Vikings? And I was like, yeah. It's like, that show is amazing. What? Yeah, it's only like one of the number one rated shows in all of TV. And it's on history. It, but, you know, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> in my opinion, there's only two people watching it. You and this other guy. Damien started watching but, yeah. It's true. Uh, I feel like I had something, uh, some kind of retort there, and it's immediately evaporated. Okay, look, to be fair... <laughs> oh, Mr. I remember Leonard, now. Go ahead. Professional podcast. Uh, Rob, is this like a random dude that you met in the bar, or like is this a friend of yours? <laughs> no, the problem is... <laughs> Guaranteed right, so Rob not, talks to strangers at a bar. One I do talk to strangers at a bar. Billion it's like percent. Whoever wants to listen to. I mean, you go. I had this whole talk with my kid the other day, not to go off on this little journey too. <laughs> But it was, you know, you don't go to bars just to go get smashed. You go to bars to, like, you know, converse with people and get to know them and to, like, have these conversations. So, whatever. I'm talking to this guy. Sounds terrible. But I do know this guy because he's a regular at the bar that I frequent. So, you guys are both regulars at the bar. Yeah, is that weird? (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm regular. I'm saying I'm there at least once a week. You're there enough to know some (laughs) random dude who shows up. It's not a random dude. (laughs) <laughs> it's a dude I got to talk to about Vikings, right. and then some book that I just ordered on uh, Amazon. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. So you what? you you ordered the book because he said to order it. Yeah, but you won't watch Vikings. Listen, because like a book, it, it's not as committing because you could like put a book down after like fifteen minutes. But like the Viking is like it's sixteen hundred episodes across twelve seasons. Okay, you can just watch one episode and see if you like it, and then if you like it, you go to the second episode, and then if you like that, you go to the next episode. But if you don't like the third episode, you don't have to keep watching it. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Did a guy t- in a bar tell you that? <laughs> yeah, it's a bar I frequent, but I'm not a regular. Right, dude. It's once a week, it's not weird. It just watch it or don't watch I it. Will, I don't I, care. Hey you don't man, here I am. I'm all in. It's again. I need you need multiple confirmations. Okay, here's the thing. you were the only one screaming about the Vikings. Here's the thing. Now we got two. Here's the thing. It ends next season. It's only one more season. So good. Yeah, then I'm in. Then you're in. 
because now there's an ending, so now I can know I can watch all there's the seasons an and we're there. And then when you when you watch it, yeah, and you enjoy yeah, it, yeah, right there, yeah, yeah. I had to burp a little bit, didn't want to burp oh. the microphone, but thanks for calling me out on that. <laughs> when you enjoy it, we can then do a podcast about it. Cool, that would be lovely. If we can, briefly, I'll bring the guy over. If we can briefly circle back to Cold Pursuit, I have a question. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, my question is, is this like Liam Neeson can't go back and do another legitimate Taken, right? Like this, this movie has to be like a memorial for Liam Neeson in this character role, right? Well, I mean, Liam Neeson has already done three Takens, if I'm not mistaken. I have seen only one. It's just not my, my cup of tea. I can't imagine he can go back to it. Um, but based on what we were talking about and kind of the trouble he may or not may or may not be in, I don't know that he's going to be able to make many more movies. Mm, that's a good point. And he's not young. I mean, he's Liam Neeson's in his late 60s, I believe. Yeah, that seems about right. So, All right. I don't know. Did we ever get an answer? Would you recommend this to somebody? Uh, I think I kind of like sort dance of have to, Yeah, dance around that a little bit. I do that. Uh, I, I would say yes to the right person. Probably you, not to Rob. Do you have a lightsaber yeah, in your me. hand? <clears throat> no. Do no. I have a lightsaber in my hand? What is that, dude? Damien? Oh, it's a it's an air blower. <laughs> That's not what it looks like, buddy. It's a, it's a little okay. It's a little rocket. It's for blowing air and cleaning dust. On on <laughs> on cameras. On cameras. All right, uh, let's go into the next one, shall we? Yes. Alita Battle Angel. Let me re- <laughs> let me read the synopsis, Mister Leonard. I'm just laughing. This movie made a shit ton of money, a shit ton of money. I see he's just laughing. Zero credibility, man. I'm looking it up. Can't take anything serious. A deactivated female cyborg is revived, but cannot remember anything from her past life and goes on a quest to find out who she is. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible synopsis. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's good. It's probably hard to write, though, because of the original source material that, you know, I'd imagine the people who read it are, are going to be, like, very protective of, of it. Right, because so. it's... Cause it's, it's a graphic novel or it's anime correct yeah it's no i think it's technically god we're gonna get like yeah it doesn't matter. by people who i think it's manga because i believe okay. it was originally written right like it was a story and it's kind of like the one of the four or five main like archetype stories for manga which there are only four or five and they kind of just redo it okay it is by written by yukito kishiro yeah. based on a graphic novel series gunnam there you go there you go Damien. Screenplay by James Cameron. Uh, it was, yes, it was adapted by James Cameron, directed by mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez. 60% critics, 94% audience. Wow. Damien, did you like this movie? I'm definitely not in the 94% category. This movie um, was fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so I think maybe 10 minutes into the movie, you know what's going to happen for the rest of the, the movie. It's super predictable, ultra convenient. Um, it was pretty. That's like the one thing that like I'll I'll give it. Like visually, it looked good. It, the the cyborgs looked cool. The the actual like um, hunter killers or hunter warriors, whatever they're yeah, called. Hunter warriors. Like yeah, they look you know gritty. They it has like kind of a cool you know kind of vibe to them. Um, it didn't. It did, meaning it didn't look like overly CGI to me. Yeah. So I would agree with you that like. Five minutes into the movie, you know exactly what's going to happen. Um, it's the classic movie that it has a ton of really, really, really good actors. You know, Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Conley, Mahershala Ali. Mm-hmm. You know, it has a ton of, of talent in it. And none of them have a- are asked to do much. There's zero story or uh, character development. Yeah. You know, they rely on Alita, obviously, and the, the, the kid that she, like, falls in love with to really carry Ugh. the movie. And it's terrible. The, the dude that she falls in love with is terrible terrible yeah it's unwatchable almost dude and then it's cringeworthy because this dude is falling in love with a robot and wants to fuck a robot (laughs) does does anybody else have an issue with that i think that's like just uh, you know gives you an idea of like the original source material i totally agree what asian dudes are fucking robots (laughs) so the boyfriend (laughs) is the dude from deadpool uh no Ed Screen? No, Ed Skeeran. Ed uh, Sheeran. Skeeran. Ed Sheeran. Whatever. Ed, no, the dude from Game of Thrones and from 
Deadpool is not. That's one of the the hunter warriors. He's one of the bounty hunters. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because you got big names in this thing. Yeah. It, it looks like a home run. It's James Cameron. It's going to have big names. And yet, all the big names and Rob Leonard has never heard of it. Yeah. No, you know, now that I'm looking at I didn't remember the name. Now that I'm looking at it, it looks vaguely familiar. But, I mean, Robert Rodriguez is the director. Jennifer Connelly. I mean, you're right. It's a lot of big names. James Earl Harley. Who was the other big one that I saw? Oh, the Chris, freaking Chris, Lawnmower Man is in it. Lawnmower Man's in it. Christoph Waltz is in it, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And you're just laughing. Yeah. You just laugh at it. I like think it's funny. Okay. It's just, it was it was a funny grouping of movies that I did not really just kind of like And again, here. Mahershala Ali's in it, who's won two Academy Awards in three years. I mean, I, hey, good for him. Like, I'm not shitting on him. He, I'm sure he's a wonderful person. Just never heard of the movie. <laughs> it's not good. It's, uh, <laughs> but again, I... I question on, you know, if we're the target audience for this, because obviously neither one of us, I mean, I'm not, I don't think uh, Damien is, I don't think Rob is, none of us are into anime. No. And right. I'm not so much into kind of the look of this movie either. It just doesn't do anything for me. Um, this looks like Ready Player One meets like Avatar. But Ready that... Player One is good. Oh. <laughs> but the idea of Ready Player One is they're in a digital world. So Ready right. Player One is is half live action and then half they're in a digital world so it's all cgi where this is the main character is essentially cgi and she falls in love with a, a human and they're trying to bone <laughs> the, yeah, it, there's it a lot of that seems, <laughs> it seems too high budget for robert rodriguez it, it, the, the spy kids guy and the el mariachi guy doesn't seem like he's looking for a multi-billion dollar project i mean he did do I mean, he did uh, uh, Planet Terror. I mean, he did the Grindhouse, Planet Terror. He did Sin City. I mean, Sin he's, City. Yeah, he's been in. He's had big stuff. I mean, you're you're also the guy who thinks Leonardo DiCaprio is an overrated actor. Oh, totally. You want to go back into that nightmare? No, I, <laughs> and I heard you shitting on me in the other podcast. Don't think I'm not listening. For sure. But <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, we'll dumb we'll, face. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with that when it comes out. When that pod comes out, we we can deal with it. All right. I'll bet that one up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Damien, would you recommend Alita Battle Angel to anybody? I would recommend it to... I would only recommend it to somebody who would have already seen it and enjoyed it. Meaning, like, the people who are going to enjoy this movie are the people who read the source material, and they will have already seen it, so... Do you think people who read the source material like it? I have no idea. It's that I feel like that's pretty rare in general when there is, yeah. like, an original book or comic or graphic novel or whatever. But, but I don't know. It could be it could be cool to like just have visuals along with your original story. I feel like this probably followed it pretty closely. Yeah. So so they might. They got to make sequels, right? I think there were like four or five books in the series, based on what I heard. All right. I mean, the movie made a ton of money. Did pretty well with the audience. I got to imagine they're going to make other movies. Did they leave you with like a teaser or a thing at the end of the credits or anything like that? Um, I don't know. I didn't stay for after the credits. Uh, but, it, I mean, the way it ends is, like, kind of vague. She's – oh, because at the end, isn't – she's going – like, she points at the sky, and it's the guy who is leading the, the like, sky island thing, right? And it ends right. up being fucking Edward Norton. Yes. Yeah. Oh, bummer. Yeah, bummer. And, and then her boyfriend dude kind of, like, falls into the clouds type thing. So yeah, but – So you assume he dies? No, but she wins the – and she wins the the – the crash ball, whatever that is, and that means she gets Motor to go ball. up. To, yeah, whatever gets to go up to the fucking floating island, mm-hmm. and that's what she's she wants to go up there so she can kill that dude who essentially killed her boyfriend. Yeah, Rob, you gonna take the kids to go see this? No, you guys really aren't selling this movie. I think I'm out on this movie. I mean, Th- this feels like I'm like I'm gonna catch it on Showtime for like the last ten minutes of it, and they'll be like, oh, I think the ki- yeah, I'm good. I'm it. I think your kids would like it. All right. Damien? I'm not taking them. I don't know what 9 and 13-year-old kids like. That's true. Musical theater. <laughs> I can tell you it's not this. It was musical theater and what else? Well, I mean, she's 13, so she's not into anything that anybody else is into. She's that kind. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> that's never. She'll a, like it because you hate it. Never a truer statement has ever been uttered on, a pod, on this podcast. She's 13, so she doesn't like what anybody else likes. That's it. Oh, God. Man. Father of the year. You'll be there one day, buddy. You'll I be know. There. I know. All right. Poor bastard. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Uh, happy death day to you. <laughs> Stupid. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Just a stupid time. But I, I'm sure it's a great Says movie. Says the guy who has a stormtrooper in the back of his fucking room. Anyways, <laughs> should I Shit on should him. I read the synopsis? Sure, I'm ready. Okay. Tree Geldman discovers that dying over and over was surprisingly easier than dangers that lie ahead. Awful. Maybe one of the worst synopsis I've ever read. Damien? That's really oh, that's bad. that's it? It's terrible, right? Yeah, it's really bad. All right. 67% critics and audience. Same same, uh, same score on hmm. Rotten Tomatoes. Real quick, Damien, you watched the first one and? The first one I liked. Okay. Um, it was, you know, different. I wouldn't call it original, but it was, you know, it was different. It was kind of fun and enjoyable. You wouldn't call it original. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Has there been ha- any other uh, horror movies? And I say that loosely because I don't really think it's a horror movie. Have there been any other horror movies uh, like Groundhog Day? Well, that's why I didn't think it was completely original. Is like there, it's it's Groundhog, but for a younger generation, uh, and with a kind of like a little bit of a dollop of horror in it. Okay. Did you like the second one? No. You didn't like the second one. Nope. I thought it was super cheesy. Um, I was legitimately bored, like rolling around oh in my, my seat gosh. watching it. Okay. <laughs> I'm so shocked. Right I thought to end. No, I yeah. thought I thought you were gonna love it. No, I really liked the first one, and the second one, I was, yeah, I was really bored. Was it the same crew, same writer, same director, all that stuff? It's the same, essentially the same cast. It's completely different, though. So this is what I was super interested in, because I haven't talked to anybody else who's seen this movie, right? Just, I didn't want to, I didn't want to talk to anybody. I saw it a week after it came out, and I didn't talk to anybody I know, or I knew, that saw it the week it came out, because I didn't want to, you know, have have my opinion jaded. Um, It's not... It's not a horror movie. The second one's not at all a horror movie. It's almost like more mm-hmm. sci-fi-ish. Um, but it, it essentially, they somehow recapture that same day, but they do things completely different, right? Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, it's basically immediately after the first one. Right, but right? then they start on the second day, but then it goes back to the actual day that the first one's on. Yeah. Okay. I re- Well, give me like the real synopsis of like the whole... Okay. So saga. The first, the first movie essentially, um, there's a character named uh, Teresa, but they call her Tree. She is a, I don't know, she's in college. She's co-ed in college. Part of a fraternity is a bitch. Wakes up in a guy's room and doesn't understand how she got there. And throughout the day, like you kind of learn about how kind of an awful person she is. But you find out it's her birthday. Um, something has happened with her mom where she doesn't speak to her dad anymore. Um, and then she gets killed at the end of the day, wakes up the next day, and it's this, she has to replay the same day. But throughout the, the the movie, she has to essentially she learns to be a better person. You know, she she mends fences with her father. You find out what happened to her mother. She's sleeping with one of her professors. She ends up you know writing that wrong, and she falls in love with the guy she wakes up in the bed with the bedroom with, who's like a nerd. Um, but she finds out that her roommate is trying to kill her the whole time for whatever reason so she writes all those wrongs and at the end she fixes the loop and it's she she essentially kills the roommate who's trying to kill her throughout the the movie does that make sense it's literally groundhog day it's It's groundhog day it's yeah similar to groundhog sorry groundhog day so then the second one picks up the next day oh and interesting premise right and you find out that what actually created the time loop was there's um some kids who are in the science center who have created i don't even know what you would call it damien um something that creates a time loop because it's of, of its what like magnetic power or something yeah they, they work in like the quantum physics department right. and so th- this part of the movie i actually disliked um even more because it's it's one of the easy things like oh yeah time travel but everything gets really complicated and it kind of doesn't make sense you throw like a bunch of wacky shit on a whiteboard and they're like we did math and now we make time travel but I mean, to be fair, that's you're watching a movie called Happy Death Day to You, so your expectation, like your dis, your suspension of disbelief, should be pretty high. Like, but that's when movies get shitty because it's like it, it, you didn't really need to know why, it, not why it was happening, but how it was happening. It was just that it was happening. See, I so the fact that they go back to why or how means that they were just fresh out of ideas. But no, I think. See, I disagree with Damien. I very much enjoyed this. Um, and I think that they did a good job of keeping all of the same elements from the first one, the charm, everything, but giving a new look to it, a new, a new idea, a fresh take on it. So I enjoyed it quite a bit, um, because essentially she has to go back to the original day again, but now slight things have changed. 
Oh, she does. She has to go right back to the first movie and get through all that stuff. Well, same thing again. Right, but the the kicker is things have changed. Like one of the things is her mom is alive now, where her mom was dead in the first one. But the boy, the guy that she fell in love with, is now with her friend who she doesn't like. So she has to make a decision: Do I stay in this, essentially, um, timeline? They're in different dimensions. Yeah. Do I have yeah. to stay in this dimension and where my mom's alive, but I can't be with the guy now that I love, or I go back to the other dimension where my mom is dead, but I can be with the guy? I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but it's like my favorite time travel movie since Back to the Future Two. What was the one that Tom Cruise was in that he had to do the same thing over? Oh, and over? Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh it, yeah. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow is great. Yeah, I yeah. like Edge of Tomorrow. Underrated Tom Tom Cruise movie. I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan. What's going on with your eye, buddy? I'm going on my eye. <laughs> no, Damien. Oh, just <laughs> just exercising the eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> By the way, they just announced they're making a sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. Really? Edge of Tomorrow 3? Or 2? Oh. <laughs> Fuck is going on over there, dude? I don't know. All right, so you, you did not like it, Damien. No, I did not like it. Wow, okay. It's funny because Gerald went to see it with me, who had not seen the first one. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how you're really going to... Yeah. Really, really know how you're going to understand what's going on. So I did a lot of whispering. <laughs> a lot of it, because as you can imagine, this movie only made $6 million in its opening weekend. Not a whole lot of people in there the second week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm kind of bummed you didn't like it. I thought for sure you would like this one. I was pumped for it, you know, because I gave you shit. We talked about this on one of the last podcasts. I was, I gave you shit in whatever movie we were watching that the trailer came on and I saw how hyped you were. And I was like, this movie looks fucking awful, <laughs> which is when we went back and watched Happy Death Day 1, which I, you know, sneaky enjoyed. But, yeah. and so I was excited for this one, but it was not, uh, I, yeah, it wasn't good. It was also <laughs> tainted by the fact that there was a group of like three, probably 13 or 14 year old girls who were fucking obnoxious the whole time. Was That's it, the problem with going to movies right there. Was it yeah. Rob's, was it's, it Rob's it's daughter? It's the other people. <laughs> I hope not. Hey, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she didn't take a six hour flight to go to California. You never know. To watch Death Day 2. And to my defense, yeah. Edge of Tomorrow 3 is the perfect sequel name for Edge of Tomorrow 2. No. <laughs> You lost me. Right. Um, I, I would be interested, Damien, for you to watch it again and to see now that you, because it's not a similar premise. It's like, it doesn't take this, it's not a horror movie. It's a completely different type of movie. I'd be interested for you to watch it again and see if you liked it. Or I, I or, would watch it again. Yeah. Just to give it another shot. I did. I definitely didn't enjoy it, but I mean, I didn't love it, but I didn't. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't you. say it's awful or anything. All right, so so my favorite part of these podcasts we do, which unfortunately this is probably going to be the last version of this we're going to do, right? Because we're going to start going into an actual weekly movie review of movies that come out for you know one movie we're going to review for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. So this will probably be the last one we do of multiple movies. I'm kind of sad. Hmm. I didn't All think right. about that. Yeah, yeah. But right. this is my favorite part of the movie or favorite part of the podcast. Okay. Cold Cold Pursuit, which still sounds... It doesn't sound like a real movie to me. Um, Alita Battle Angel, Happy Death Day to You, Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, man, I was worried you were going to forget about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, this is, this is the content we bring that people enjoy. <laughs> and Rob, right. I would love to hear what you think after Damien is done, just based on the synopsis and reviews we gave. I would love to hear your explanation to the MFK game. I will prepare my thesis. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going first. Yeah, of course, man. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Cold Pursuit because because I like the characters in it, and it's kind of just weird, and I feel like it fits my style of everybody's kind of like just sort of calm, minus the you know murder sprees. Um, let's see. Uh, God. Do you love the the his sister in law in the movie? who oh my god the like vietnamese woman yeah the vietnamese oh, yeah. woman yeah she's she's amazing she's she's amazing yeah, yeah. Okay. uh okay so so mary cold pursuit oh, god do i fuck or kill alita battle angel <laughs> that sounds so awful <laughs> um i think i gotta go i yeah fuck happy that well hang on hang on <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go fuck Happy Death Day and kill Alita. 
Okay, I love that you, I love, I can see your face and the amount of thought you just put into this makes me so It's a happy. lot. It's, it's a, lot. a lot. Rob? Yeah. Let's hear it. I mean, all right, so I'm going to kill the Liam Neeson movie. Okay, Cold Pursuit. I was going to call it The Conjuring, but okay. <laughs> I'm going to marry Avita. Alita. Alita. <laughs> same thing. And clearly I am going to fuck the other the movie, whatever it was called. Happy Death Day to uh, you. Happy Death Day 2. Happy Death Day and to is... you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, for the fact that I think a very quick experience with Happy Death Day to you would be just fine. <laughs> oh, we have we have reasons. <laughs> Should I not have reasons? No, no, I, 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 we were gonna I, yeah, do I love reasons. it. I love it. Cold Pursuit just sounded awful, so I think we'd just kill it. And Evita sounds nerdy enough that I should be able to kind of find some sort of redeeming quality after um, yeah, marrying it. Speaking of... So I think Evita was the movie that, that Madonna and Antonio Banderas was in. Uh, Alita, with an A, is the movie we're talking about now. But I'm sorry. I keep screwing that up? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I, whatever. It, okay. Yeah. So Alita, I'm going to marry because I can't pronounce her name. No, we got it. We got it. Oh, okay. What were you going to say? I don't remember. Okay. I don't know. You interrupted me in mid-thought. I know. I know. <laughs> That's annoying. I hate it when people do that. I, know. I should do it to you I more know. often. Okay. So I'm going to marry Happy Death Day to you because I would love to grow old with it and experience it over and over and over again. Oh, it's so nice. Um, I would fuck Cold Pursuit because it's crazy and weird and fun. And I would kill Alita um, because it was annoying and predictable. Mm. Yep. Our, There's an Alita Battle Angel TV series. I don't know, man. It's coming up on IMDb. I mean, it's got, it's got to be then. <laughs> uh, Damien, the, the girl, did you look to see who did the mocap and the voice and everything for Alita? Yes. The girl from Bird Box that runs off with Machine Gun Kelly. Yes. <laughs> Who's in the movie for the two most worthless piece of shit characters ever in any movie who like are there for no reason but to fuck and leave. I didn't. I didn't put that together until right now. I knew it was her. Like as soon as you mentioned it, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, Rob, are you gonna go see any of these? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I have okay. nothing to back that up other than no. Okay, All but right. I mean, Happy Death Day one. I I owe it to you to take a look at that. I mean, but I would I say just... that you owe me. You can watch Happy Death Day to you as well if you like the first one. You might as well watch the second one. Well, I tell you what, because you guys did so good on um, John Wick. I have not seen John Wick, so I actually DVR'd both of them. They're on the Paramount Network right now. Don't, okay, you can't. So. Mm. <clears throat> Paramount Network is going to cut out all the violence. Well, I, <laughs> no, you can't watch John Wick with no violence. It's going to be Definitely a 20-minute movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Do I mean, not I watch, guess I could. Do not right, watch those. Right. Do not watch those on, on unless, you're, unless you have cable. <laughs> Don't watch them on, like. Standard cable. It's not going to be good. Paramount standard cable. Okay. Well, Paramount's not going to show the violence. That's for sure. All right. All right. Damien? I will just delete it. <laughs> so, Rob, How what, dare I even go that way? What is on your list, then? What, what's, what are you seeing next in the theater? <laughs> you know what I really want to see? And uh, Rocket Man, believe it or not. I'm very... But that's not till May. And... Um, big, big Elton John fan? I'm a big Elton John fan, so I'm kind of excited about that. I, I got, I really wanted to see the Queen movie, but just didn't get to it. Okay, so that's the, how do you feel about Rocket Man, Taron Egerton, the guy who's the you know Igzy, the main guy from from Kingsman, who's going to be playing Elton John? How do you feel about him actually singing the songs instead of lip syncing the real songs? You know, I saw a little thing between Elton John and that guy, and they were singing um, your song or whatever it was, Tiny Dancer, I think it was, mm -hmm. and it's you know. You got to have respect for the guy to sing the songs, kind of putting himself in there, and it makes it a little bit more authentic. Didn't Val Kilmer at one point sing some of the Jim Morrison stuff? Yeah, I think so. That, I mean, that's that's kind of the problem that I had with with Bohemian Rhapsody is like what Rami Malek does fine, but I don't know. I don't need to see him dancing around lip syncing the whole movie. Right. It just so it 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 brings you a little bit more into it. So I'm I'm fine with it. And I'm more interested in the fact that they went that fantastical angle with it. I think that's really, I think that's great. As opposed to like your straight kind of bio epic whatever. Yeah, I don't think it's going to um, be like a straight bio movie. No. Okay. No. Anything else you're looking but, forward to? But, you know, to? 
No, to be totally, that's the only thing on the list right this hot second. They've been trying to drag me to Legoland, not Legoland. There's a Legoland coming in two towns over. That's why it's on my brain. The uh, the Lego movie for the last couple of weeks, I just have not gotten there. Okay, and episode um, nine, obviously. And episode nine. I did see Vice a couple of weeks ago, and I was so excited because I had something current to talk to you guys about. Okay. But did anybody see Vice? Yeah, I'm super curious what you thought about it. I loved it. I thought it was great, like, full stop. Yeah. I would agree. Um, but I think the um, – it, it without Christian Bale – like, you got to get past the Christian Bale, like, oh, isn't he great because he gained all this weight and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't even matter because it's such a great movie. And there are moments in there you lose him as Christian Bale. You really feel that that's Dick Cheney. Hmm. Um, and I think the real standout on that was uh, – what's his face? Um, from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which you're going to hate that I just said that. Shit, the guy that played W – He's not in oh, Teenage Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's Sam Rockwell, in, yeah. He's in Teenage yeah. Ninja Turtles? He plays like one of the teenagers in that movie. And for some reason, oh, whenever the, I think of him, I go right to it. The original one. Yeah. So like the, the regular menthol guy, that's Sam Rockwell. Okay. Uh, so Damien, you saw Bohemian Rat City. I can't. I don't know why it sounds like I can't say that word right now. <laughs> I just call it Bo Rap. Bo Rap. <laughs> and you saw Vice. Do you think Rami Malek should have won the Academy Award over Christian Bale? Uh, No. <laughs> Okay. I'm just interested to hear because I know you liked both of them, so I'm interested to hear. And I haven't watched Vice yet, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I did like both. I I liked I liked Bo Rap, but I and I like, you know, listening to Queen. Um definitely not like probably as hardcore a fan as, as you. And I definitely didn't know any of their kind of like actual story from, you know, the the band, and so it didn't feel like inauthentic to me, which I think you and some other people disliked about it sure because it's not yeah i mean I, I would argue that you still probably don't know much about the band because that movie is i mean a lot of that shit didn't really happen yeah yeah that may be the, but the movie itself you know in and of itself i thought was enjoyable cool and i mean that's part of it too it's like how does the movie make you feel kind of walking away from it you're not necessarily looking for a historical accuracy with a queen movie but it's like you left it kind of feeling good about the certain characters right um yeah i don't know yes and no i mean i i hmm. i I didn't. I don't think the movie's bad by any means, but I didn't leave it feeling. It was. It was. It was fine. I think again, Rami, Rami Malek does fine in it. I just like I said on the Oscar pod. Um, I don't remember. There's not one moment where I'm like, oh my god, look how great this this performance is, or he kills it. It's just kind of flat to me. He's lip syncing, dancing around with big teeth. I, I don't know. It's fine. It's enjoyable, but I don't think. Like I, I, well, it's kind of forgettable to me. That's too bad. Did anybody see Star? Clearly, you guys saw uh, Star is Born, right? I did. Damien hasn't. I did not. Oh, yeah. That's another one that I kind. Of, it's on the list to to watch. I just haven't committed to watching it. Is that a worthwhile movie? It's real. It's very good. Um, it's it's kind of a tough watch. It's they're not very nice. They're they're not great to each other. Meaning, you know, the two main characters. It's got a rough ending. So, like, if you're not in a good state of mind at the moment, like, if you're a little depressed, don't watch it because it's just going to put you in a worse a worse mood. Um, but it's really good. I mean, Lady Gaga is fantastic in that movie. So, Like, fantastic enough that we're going to see her in other things. Fantastic enough. I don't know about that. I don't know if it's just, like, the perfect role for her um, or if it was just, like, lightning in a bottle where she's actually a good actress. I don't know. She's great in the movie. And it's like Bradley Cooper kind of turns me off about the movie too. Why? Just why is that? And no offense against Bradley Cooper, it's just it. it I saw you know in my head it's always the Hangover movies. Like I saw American Sniper, I thought I liked American Sniper, um, but it's just you know certain roles are just kind of always calling to that person, and he is that guy. So to take him seriously takes a, takes a lot out of me. Uh, I mean, I don't have a problem taking Bradley Cooper seriously. I've never been like a massive fan of his, um, but he's he's good in it. But I think he, I mean, Lady Gaga, I think, steals the movie. But he's really good in it. So is, uh, what's his name? Um, the dude from Tombstone and with the big big mustache, Big Lebowski. I don't know why. Oh, Sam Elliott. Thank you, Sam Elliott. He's really good in it, too. Who plays his brother, which I find, that's the, I'm like, how does that work? Because they're clearly really far difference in age, or at least it appears so, yeah. but they play brothers in the movie. No. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> All right, so you're not you're not excited about Captain Marvel you know what? I got it on the calendar to see it. Okay. it whether or not I'm going to actually make it is anybody's guess. And, and the same thing with Avengers. Like, I want to see Avengers, but I don't know if I'm necessarily going to what make about, it. So, What about Shazam? 
Shazam looks stupid. It's supposed um, to look stupid. That's I the know. point. I just it's. Uh, oh, you ride hard the for the DC universe stuff. Like I, you like the I DC do ride hard shit, for DC, though. but it's, I, it's not like Shazam. Like you're you're like scraping. I feel with Shazam. I did not see Aquaman, oh. so you guys are ahead of me on that one. I so want to know if you liked Aquaman. I, you're gonna you're seeing, gonna fucking like Aquaman. Between the previews <laughs> and what you guys said about it, it's like I'm not gonna like Aquaman. I think you are. But it's really I'm the kind of guy that you're like when I sit down to watch a movie, like I am gonna be totally into whatever you're gonna do. So I'm in for the journey. But if you hose me in the end, then I'm gonna hate your movie. So I'm going to Aquaman with like a mind kind of open. Oh yeah, but you're gonna like, love it. I, you're gonna I don't know like if I'm it. gonna love it for three hours. It's not three hours. Oh. <laughs> It's not. It's not a long movie. Feels like it's. I thought it was a super long. Yeah, it movie. feels like it's a fucking long movie. Yeah, but uh, like Shazam, like that free. Like I don't get. Like, not that I don't get it. Like I just don't care. I ha- and I hope it's great. <laughs> but like, meh. I cannot get a beat on the shit you like. <laughs> at all. I am an enigma. Yeah, man. All right. Um, Sorry, buddy. Damien, what are we doing next? We're doing Captain Marvel. Uh, is that what's next? Well. Yes. <laughs> okay, then, then, then yes. It's not the next recording, <laughs> um, but it is the next pod that we are doing together. Okay. All right. Are you excited to see Captain Marvel? The I don't know if you've read any anything that happened with it. It got an incredibly low score on Rotten Tomatoes, oh, and really? they took it off. Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. Didn't get a score yet. Uh, it got a score from... Um, the audience and because they said it's so such biased opinions and people are attacking it with no credibility um they actually somehow got it taken off this this smells like a ghostbusters thing or it smells like i mean it's disney and marvel and they can do what the fuck they want it hurts i think it hurts rotten tomatoes more than anything that they were able to they kind of oh without any credibility we're just going to take this off when they haven't done that for any other movie so, but they'll put it back up when the movie is actually released or what? Yeah, yeah, most of the time they have, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes with big releases will have certain dates that they can't release scores till. And for some reason this came out early. I don't know if it was, they didn't have that agreement. I have no idea what happened, but it was hmm. up and it's a pretty low score. Interesting. It's definitely. In it's the- weird too, because I don't think that's fair, you know, not to, I mean, who needs to be fair with Disney and Marvel, but like at the end of the day. It's not fair to throw a score up there before the damn movie came out. You got to give it a well. You're already biasing the movie to the people that you know legitimately want to see it. So there's two different ways I look at it. So the the critics score they have to have seen the movie. So the audience score does not have to see the movie before it can go up, and therein lies oh. the problem. Yeah, that that people have put it up before it's even out, um, and there have been people who have seen it. There's been screenings and whatnot, um, but I but think they're probably just flushing stuff out. Yeah, and Brie Larson is kind of a lightning rod. Like, a lot of people hate her um, for her political views and things like that. They So I think that I that doesn't that. help. I didn't know that either. I mean, she blocked me on social media, so. She blocked you on social media? <laughs> I was blocked by Brie Larson for a short period of time on Instagram. For what? I posted a picture of her and I from years ago. I'm not a Brie Larson fan, but I got a photo with her from a long time ago. Um, and I posted it. This was before Captain Marvel was announced, and she... Uh, said that she has really bad posture. She posted on my photo, oh my God, look how bad my posture is. And I said, yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I got I got blocked for that. Well, because you were being an asshole. Right. I'm, I'm just agreeing with what she said. <laughs> what do you want from yeah, me? I'm, yeah, I mean, you're still being an asshole. Yeah, but I'm just... <laughs> But I am not anymore, so... I mean, it's better than sending dick pics and getting blocked for that. That's never happened. <laughs> I've never done that. Thank you. Yeah, we're not talking to Brett Favre. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't live that life, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's better than that. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess so. My dog just right. walked down here. He's drinking water. So, sorry, guys. Dude, hey, Nicolette's Nicolette looks like a real creep in the background. <laughs> Nicolette does look like a creep in the background. <laughs> Tell Nicolette that I really enjoy that wall in the background. It looks fantastic. Are we doing a fucking podcast? Or are you guys trying to have a we conversation are, but with my you wife? just happen to be back there. Jesus Christ, man! Who invited you? This guy? I don't know. I just showed up. <laughs> All right, so I infiltrated, gentlemen. 
This was enjoyable. It was, uh, I don't know that this is going to be the best podcast we've ever done, but I certainly enjoyed the hell out of it. I beg to differ. <laughs> All right. If you guys could uh, like, review, rate, and subscribe, I would appreciate it. We need those five-star reviews on iTunes, so go ahead and do that. Uh, until next time. Next is it the time? Next time. Shout out to Gary Oldman. We are the unprofessional people. <laughs>